Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with a very talented Canadian jazz trumpeter, pianist, and drummer Brad Turner. Over the course of our conversation, this versatile and very in-demand cat talks about his unique jazz story, from the humble beginnings to a host of awards, along with gigging with luminaries like Joe Lovano, Kenny Wheeler, John Schofield, Kenny Werner, and the great Ernie Watts. We cover some good ground in this conversation, so please dig this interview, my friends. First of all, thank you for taking some time to talk with me. I really appreciate it. Sure. I want to find out what's been going on lately. Okay, well, obviously I'm Canadian, but I, I didn't go to school in the in the U.S. So my undergrad in Washington State at uh, Western Washington, and then I went to North Texas to do my master's degree. And that sort of I made a lot of connections when I was a student down there, which I still retain and enjoy. Um, but I moved back to Vancouver in '92, and uh, just mainly because my family's all up here, and and uh, you know I I kind of wanted to be around at least for a little while before I decided what I was going to do. Um, I uh, ended up staying here, and uh, since that time, you know, I, I teach at a, a university here, Capilano University, in the jazz studies program there, just uh, half-time, but uh, mainly I play, and uh, I've played, you know, with all sorts of folks through the years. I've been lucky to, to recorded with say John Schofield I recorded with him did a concert last year with Bill Fazell. um so being in Vancouver hasn't um hasn't necessarily uh limited my my reach I guess if you will so I've managed to and been very fortunate to be able to play with lots of great players and uh and also my ties with uh longtime friends from school days um you know who've moved to all ports uh here and there um you know that that sort of has created a big network for me um and uh i enjoy that still too so you know um so through the through the years up here in canada our grammys are are known as junos and uh i've been able to win two of those in my career um with a band called metalwood that enjoyed some i guess international success we did do a lot of touring in europe and we came down to the u.s and uh recorded um, one of our records featured John Schofield and uh, Mino Sinalu, DJ Logic. So it, it got kind of big. Um, and I guess as far as uh, sort of commercial success, that would be the biggest thing that's happened. Um, that band is about to do another rec- record uh, coming up this January, this next January, 2016. Um, so we're looking forward to that. Um, most recently here, though, in town, um, I've, I've maintained the same two uh, groups, uh, quartet and the trio. I play trumpet in the quartet and piano in my trio. And uh, since the early 90s, I've been playing with these guys. And we did two. We each we did a record. Each band did a recording this past summer. Um, I recorded the groups. And actually, when when uh, I texted you, I was just finishing off um, mastering the uh, trio record. So that's what's on my plate right now. And cool. You know, just trying to keep moving forward with uh, with things. You know, um, here in lovely Vancouver. Right on. So, so tell me, is is a man that's dedicated himself to the jazz craft? Was there a particular album or there a particular artist that has influenced you quite a bit? Yeah, I guess I'd have to say that what really got me. I was I was already playing trumpet when I was a little kid because my granddad did, and uh, I was playing in band at school, um, but really didn't know anything. 
uh, about jazz or music in general. Um, somebody played for me uh, recorded the Miles recording of My Funny Valentine. Yeah. Him playing that. And uh, I, I knew the song, My Funny Valentine, from... Uh, I think my parents had... They had lots of records with show tunes and things on them, so I'd, I'd, I'd hear songs and I kind of, for whatever reason, remembered them. And I recognized the song at first, but then it very quickly went off into... Uh, regions beyond and uh that really got me going i wanted to do something like that on my trumpet that's all i knew i didn't know that that was jazz i i didn't know who miles davis was at the time but the music just uh flipped a switch in my little head and uh i just wanted to try and be creative on the trumpet that was my main goal and um piano sort of followed along i was always a piano player um you know, I took lessons on that before I did uh, trumpet, so it just sort of went without saying that I played the piano. Um, on that instrument, um, probably the record that really uh, opened my eyes to to jazz piano was uh, the Oscar Peterson Chill Night Train record. Yeah. Um, just, uh, just I, I don't know everything about it. You know, I just loved it. It it grooved so hard that, and it was so slick. Sounding and, and but at the same time technical like Oscar's piano playing obviously just uh, through the roof that way um, so that that record really really sort of sparked a fire that in that direction and the two instruments they kind of have coexisted but they've taken divergent paths and uh, I've I've really worked hard to you know get to the point where when people hear me play the trumpet they had no idea I'd, I'd play the piano and and vice versa when I'm playing the piano they're not thinking oh well he's he's really a trumpet player um you know they're they're quite different and uh i'm really pleased that uh my parents encouraged me when i was a kid to to uh, take lessons on more than one instrument um because it's really paid off not just financially well hardly financially but you know artistically and personally it's it's just been excellent you know i can get into all sorts of different situations you know, with different types of musicians and, uh, you know, functioning and, and get something from it. And so, yeah, I'm pretty lucky that way. So when you were a kid, did you always want to grow up and be a musician? Well, I mean, I grew up in a, I get you call it a musical family. I'm, I'm third generation. My grandfather is the first, was one of the first educators, music educators in our province, you know, in the high school system. My dad followed in his footsteps. Um, they also both were performers, and uh, I think was, I was the first one to sort of go off into into just music performance, you know, to be a professional player. Um, I just sort of walked right through school into it. You know, it, I was always involved with music, and it was like briefing to me. Um, you know, I was into, you know, sports, too. I played a lot of soccer. I played lacrosse, um, which... It might sound a little weird uh, for Katie who was taking classical piano lessons, but uh, apparently that was okay with my dad because he played lacrosse too. So, cool. Um, yeah, but you know, I just always was involved with music, and it just seemed like the natural natural next step. Um, yeah. You know, each each step of the way, you know, when it came to where am I going to go to school, what am I going to do? I did. I went for music, and then after that, coming home, and uh, you know, it's just been a natural progression that way. Tell me, what's the greatest thing about waking up every day? Okay, well, there's a number of ways I could answer that question. But uh, the greatest thing about for me uh, about waking up, um, and, you know, I haven't always felt this way, but 
I I just am really grateful that I can make music. <laughs> and that might sound really trite, but yeah. um, you know I've gotten to a point where you know I I accept the fact that chances are I'm not going to make a huge huge amount of money, and chances are you know I'm not going to see certain things in my career that other people maybe see. But uh, I got this, you know, yeah. and it, it's it's pretty neat. And you know the job that I have teaching up at Capilano is an excellent job, you know, and I get to direct an ensemble and work with small groups and talk about, you know, just the craft and the art of what it is I do. It's directly related to my performing career. So, you know, I I, I think if you're not careful, that can easily slip to the uh, cup half empty rather than half full. But, uh, and I think that happens for a lot of people, but I just I get up in the morning like I did this morning, came outside and um my coffee and then went back in and sat at the recording and so it was pretty cool. You know, I I did this myself essentially and uh you know, this is what I, what I do is who I am. This is kind of a cool feeling. No, that's cool, man. That's totally cool. Let me ask you this. If we mm-hmm. hook up in ten years and talk and I ask you what's been going on lately, what are you gonna to want to tell me has happened over say let's say even twenty years? What what are you gonna be happy to tell me happened? Well, geez, I hope it's really similar to what I told you today. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm looking. I look at my my career. You know, each time I step on stage to play, I want to try to get a little bit in further in a forward direction, whatever that may be. You know, if that means technically I play a little bit better, or or I've got a new grasp on some harmony, or I just express myself, whatever it might be. So, or or comp- composing. So, in 20 years, if you ask me. You know the same sort of stuff. I, I would, I hope, um, if I'm lucky, that uh, it would be similar, similar things. You know, yeah. I've worked on a new, new record, and uh, if I can still stand up, you know, uh, I've been writing tunes. I've been working with some younger players. It, that would be great if, if it were similar. Perfect. Hey, man, thank you, Brad, for taking some time to talk with me. That's great, man. I sure appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to yet another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players in Canada, the United States, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Brad for his music and his vision. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store or visit theneonjazz.blogspot.com for all things neon jazz until next time enjoy the music my friends neon jazz